Hi, everyone. This is Ben Guest, and welcome to the Benbow Bets project update. A couple of caveats. First, I'm in New York City, and the apartment above mine, they're doing some construction. So you may hear some random hammering or drilling or noises like that in the background. What are you going to do? It's New York City. Second, I'm going to go do a brief, brief recap of the project and then go through the areas of concern, things that aren't working with the project, uh, the mistakes that we've made, the lessons that we've learned, that I've learned along the way. Um, and then we'll end with reasons why uh, I'm optimistic, reasons why the project could work, uh, emphasis on the word could, assumptions going forward, um, and kind of what the medium term future holds. Okay, so brief overview. As some of you may know, I'm a, I was a university lecturer. I have my PhD in educational leadership and was a senior lecturer at a university in Namibia in Southern Africa. And before that, I was a high school teacher, high school basketball coach and administrator at a university. So my whole life has basically been in education, um, either teaching high school, uh, teaching teachers, or administrating educational programs. So this project is new to me. And I started uh, in early February, February 6th to be exact. I'm recording this the morning of August 6th. So it's exactly six months. With this being six months, with the NBA season on high, uh, NBA season finished for the for for the 2021 season, and WNBA on hiatus, all of those reasons, it seems like an appropriate time. Oh, there's some hammering. Sorry about that. Seems like an appropriate time to do an update. Okay, so I was a university lecturer, and in October of last year, again I'm teaching overseas. We were supposed to go back to in-person teaching. I wasn't so comfortable with that, especially as I had two first-year classes with about 200 students in each class, and the classes meet for three hours uh, at a time in a lecture hall that wasn't particularly well ventilated. Um, so long story short, I ended up resigning, just concerns over the protocols for that, and was trying to figure out, okay, well, uh, what can I do to make money. And I was driving around listening to a podcast and these two entrepreneurs were talking about paid subscription newsletters. And so then I started thinking, well, what do I know about that could provide value that people would pay for? And as I said, I've been a basketball coach, both at the high school level in the States and professionally overseas. My dissertation was a quantitative analysis, statistical analysis. So I was familiar with basketball um, and have some familiarity with statistical analysis. So I decided to use all those things to analyze basketball games and eventually offer spread picks for the NBA. So that's what I started doing and uh, it was going well. Um, and then I started with an incredible hot streak of 19 and two, uh, which definitely gave me some false confidence. If I've learned anything with this endeavor, it's that you need to approach all of this with humility. Um, and, but then, you know, the numbers started going down a bit. I'm going to go into the specifics in just a minute. And I wasn't sure if I was going to continue. 
and then at the same time, I had um, some really good conversations with two other people, uh, both of whom, all three of us were familiar with Professor David Barry's work. Professor Barry's a, a professor at Southern Utah State University and has done, in the past 20 years, has done a bunch of fantastic work uh, analyzing the NBA. So anyway, had conversations with, with two other people who had done things around Professor Barry's work as, as my analysis was based on, and also you know, familiar the worlds of big data and DFS, which I didn't know anything about DFS. Anyway, the three of us started working together and we created a new model. Um, and so that's what we've been running for the past few months. Okay, so I think that is the prologue to get into the numbers here. And uh, on every post that we have, I always link to our ROI sheet. And that sheet has every single pick, what the odds were, obviously what the result is. And it's also keeping track in real time of um, what the gains and losses are and what the ROI is. So I can't stress it enough, not only to look at that, but as a Google Sheet, you can download it. So if you download it and then open it in Excel or Apple Numbers or re-upload it to your own Google account, you can then sort that data however you want. And one of the things that I've been doing a lot lately is changing the recommended betting amounts and then seeing what the effect is. And if you're a longtime subscriber, you'll know that the betting amounts have changed several times, always downward. Um, that's one of the things that I've learned through this and from listening to interviews and reading more about the sports betting world, that uh, the recommended betting amount, you wanna be very conservative with that. So anyway, my point is with the Google Sheet, uh, I, I've been doing things to analyze the betting amounts and you can download the sheet yourself and sort it, filter it, change it however you want to examine whatever you want. So one of the most important things is to have transparency with this project and Google Sheets, that's sort of ground zero for transparency. Everything, everything that we've done is on there. Okay, so let's start, like I said, I'm, I wanna talk about the areas of concern or maybe the, the better way to phrase that is why this project won't work. Um, if you're listening to this, you're either a free subscriber or a paid subscriber, and you're gonna be interested, probably most interested in whether or not this project will work. So I'm gonna start with the numbers that show that maybe this won't work. Um, and I'm gonna talk about the mistakes and the lessons learned. And then from there, I'll go into the reasons why it might work. Although, um, spoiler warning, the, the overall analysis right now, we don't know because there aren't enough picks. We only have 276 picks, I believe, and we really need to get to about 1,000 picks to, to really be able to say for sure whether or not this will work. So uh, this, the, the end result of this podcast, I'm gonna go through all the numbers, but the end result is we're st we still don't know, and it's gonna still be five, six more months, I think, before we have a really clear indication. But we do have some indicators right now and then once I talk about reasons why it might work, I'm going to talk about our assumptions going forward and what the medium term future of the project looks like. 
Okay, so let's talk about why this project won't work. What, what numbers show that this project won't work? And let's start with the worst number. Um, and this is the number that bugs me the most. It's the number that um, I'm focused on and, and I understand the frustration around this number. Okay, so I started this project on February 6th with spread picks and recommended betting amounts. And at that point in time, I had picks that I called insight picks, and you should, the recommended betting amount was 10% of your bankroll. And then I had high insight picks, and the recommended betting amount was 20% of your bankroll. Now, that's insane. Those are insane betting amounts. And that's one of the things that I've learned over the past six months. Right now, the recommended betting amount is 1%, and I doubt we'll ever go much higher than that. So right away, the, the betting amounts are, are um, way too high. Okay, but started the project on February 6th, offering picks. And then on March 6th, I made the newsletter a paid subscription. So basically from March 6th, let me just double check that number. Is it March 6th or March 12th? Sorry, March 12th. Um, from March 12th, the newsletter became a subscription newsletter. And for all intents and purposes, the picks became, you had to pay a subscription fee to have access to the picks. Although I still offered still offer free picks on Mondays and you know we have various times where we do offer free picks including right now okay so back to the worst number if you started following and at this point I was just working by myself again sorry for the hammering if you started following my picks at my recommended betting amounts on March 12th till today and actually sorry let me just give one more caveat before I get that number um, all these numbers are current through the end of July. Okay, so just the other day we offered three Olympic picks. I'm not including that because I started working out all these numbers before we did those three Olympic picks, uh, which we went one and two on the Olympic picks so far. So just a, one other little caveat. The numbers are all through the end of July, not including those three recent Olympic picks at the beginning of August. Okay, so back to the worst number. If you started following my picks on March 12th, which is when the paid subscription to this newsletter started at the recommended betting amounts, your ROI up through the end of July is negative 30.8%, meaning essentially you've lost a third of your bankroll, plus the subscription, the monthly subscription fee. So obviously that's not worth it, right? 100%, that's not worth it. You know, I'm paying a monthly subscription fee to lose 30%. Um, so that's a strong indicator that this project is not going to work. Um, and obviously, that's an area of concern for me, an area of concern for my partners. Um, I want to go into some other numbers and then talk about what we've changed since March 12th. But um, that is absolutely the biggest, the greatest area of concern. People who started following when the newsletter went paid have lost money. So if you started, if you signed up for a paid subscription on March 12th and started following the picks, uh, you've definitely not recouped the money you're paying for the subscription and you've lost 30.8% of your bankroll. Um, so my apologies for that. Uh, and that is something that is a huge area of concern. 
um, if the project continues and if it continues in a successful manner, I really won't feel 100% at ease until that number goes positive. The, the paid subscription from March 12th, that ROI number goes positive. Okay, so that's the worst number. Now let's talk about other areas of concern. Um, as I mentioned, when I started, my first 21 picks, all of them spread picks, I went 19 and two. So that is an incredibly hot start. Um, and as I said, I was recommending betting amounts either at 10% or 20% of your bankroll for each pick. So that incredible, incredible hot start combined with these incredibly high recommended betting amounts added up to a huge early edge. But of course, no one was tailing these picks from day one. Even I wasn't betting um, from day one. So that 19 and two start, yeah, it's all documented, it's all real, but you know, until probably halfway through that, and, and initially I was posting these picks on a subreddit for NBA sports betting. Um, you know, maybe about halfway through, a bunch of people started tailing me from that subreddit and started making money, but no one was tailing me from day one, obviously. Uh, and the first day I went five and oh. So that kind of skews some of the ROI numbers. Um, now I'm going to talk about uh, what the ROI is without that hot start later, but keep in mind that uh, I had an incredibly hot start to this project, 19 and two over the first, I think it was just like six or seven days. It was crazy. Okay, let's talk about other areas of concern. So first area of concern, recommend if you started tailing picks on March 12th, which is when the newsletter went paid, at the recommended betting amounts, your ROI is negative 30.8%, right? Number one area of concern. Another area of concern, there was an incredible hot start, um, and maybe that has skewed things. Third area of concern. So again, on Google Sheets, I've broken down our numbers a bunch of different ways. So if you look at the bottom on the tabs of the Google Sheet, you'll see overall from day one ROI and picks and so forth. You'll see um, several different ways that I've, I've broken it down, including by month. Okay, so I started on February 6th. So now we have Feb, February, March, April, May, June, July. And so other areas of concern, the May ROI was minus 36%. So again, if you just started following in May, you lost a bunch of money. July ROI was barely positive at 0.2%. Okay, so... Those are the areas of concern. Those are the reasons why this project won't work. Um, from the paid subscription date, ROI is negative 30.8%. Uh, May ROI by itself was negative 36%. And I had an incredible hot start to this project uh, at 19 and two, when very few people, no one was tailing that from day one and very few people kind of um, got in the middle of that wave. And the last area of concern is that we're only at 276 picks. And from what I've researched, we need a thousand picks minimum. So those are all sort of blinking yellow lights or maybe even blinking red lights of why 
this project won't work. And the number one mistake that I made is the recommended betting amounts were way too high. I mentioned that earlier. Again, as I've learned and as I've researched, um, you you want to you do not want to expose too much of your bankroll. So day one, I offered five picks, including one high end site pick. So that's four picks at ten percent and one pick at twenty percent. On day one, 60% of your bankroll was exposed if you followed my recommended betting amounts. Again, no one was doing that on day one, but the point is that's crazy. And as I've learned, um, recommended betting amount, you want to keep that very low. And right now, our current recommended betting amount is 1%. So that is, without question, the, the biggest mistake. Um, all right, let me talk about lessons learned, and then I'll go into reasons for optimism or why this project might work. Okay, lessons learned. The most important lesson, besides changing the recommended betting amounts, the most important lesson that I've learned in this is, and I think this is when, when, someone, when someone grasps this and starts following this lesson, I think that's when you kind of move from an amateur sports handicapper or amateur sports better to a professional. And that lesson is look for value, not wins. Okay. So what does that mean? Well, uh, I'm sure many of you, if not all of you have seen the numbers, something like 97, 98% of sports betters lose money. Um, I've never been able to nail that down. Like where that, you know, I don't think that's in a peer reviewed journal somewhere. But generally, that's the accepted wisdom. Somewhere between 97 and 99% of sports bettors lose money. So it's an incredibly hard thing to do. Uh, as I've mentioned before, humility. Humility is one of the biggest takeaways in this project. Um, so when I started, I was really concerned with what my hit rate was, what percent of picks were winning. And that first model, as I said, was based solely on the work of Professor Barry at Southern Utah State. And my hit rate was about 58%. Um, those are all spread picks. So bets that have even odds, 1.91. Um, and that was what was important, was maintaining a hit rate above, let's say, 56, 57%. As you know, break even is about 53%, I think 52.4% actually. Um, so that hit rate was important, but as this project has gone on and as I've learned and as uh, my partners and I, as, as we've adapted, I've learned that what's important is looking for value because now we're offering a variety of picks over unders, which are also even odd bets, but money line bets, which are asymmetric. And I think all of our money line bets have been underdog money line bets. So an underdog money line bet offers, um, an asymmetric payout. So you could actually, um, how do I phrase this? You could actually have a winning percentage, a hit rate below 50% on underdog money line bets, but have a significantly positive ROI because you know the 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 picks that do win offer a significant payout. Um, you know, maybe two to one or three to one or four to one. So let's say the odds are four to one and you 
win 45% of those picks, you're still going to have a hugely positive ROI because the odds are four to one. So as this project has continued, I think that's the most important lesson that I've learned so far. Other than, you know, be humble and keep your betting amounts low, low, low. The most important lesson is look for value. It's not about hit rate. It's about value. It's about ROI. It's about are you achieving a positive ROI? Um, and the number one way to do that is to find value. So that means, for example, I'll give you a real real life example. So game one, Atlanta at Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference Finals this year, we picked Atlanta as an underdog money line. Our model gave Atlanta a 34% chance of winning. But Vegas had them valued essentially at a 17% chance of winning. So a 34% chance of winning means they're only going to win one out of every three times. But because um, the money line was valued at as if Atlanta was only going to win 17% of the time, that's significant value. Um, so that is an important lesson. Look for value, not wins. Look for the look for the, the goal is positive ROI, not the highest winning percentage we can achieve. Okay, and the other big lesson I've learned is there will be losing streaks. And every professional sports better that I've seen interviewed echoes a similar sentiment. There's going to be long losing streaks. That's about the only thing you can count on in this world. And over the course of the finals, we went 0-6, which is a losing streak. It's not a long losing streak, but um, it's definitely a losing streak. And so that's something else to just be prepared for. Again, that's why it's important to have uh, a betting amount that's very low. Okay, so those are the lessons learned, uh, and those are the, the areas of concern or why the project won't work. Now let's talk about reasons for optimism or why the project might work. And I say put emphasis on might because it's still early. We're at 276 picks. We need to get to 1,000, um, which, by the way, is also something I learned. I said early on, when I get to 100 picks, then I'll know. Um, and at 100 picks, I think my... These were all spread picks. I think my hit rate was 62% at that point. This is still early on before I brought in partners. And 100 picks is just way too early. Um, so again, the, the, the smart people out there, the, the professional sports bettors who are making a living, making money doing this, basically they all say the same thing, 1,000 picks. So all of this is early. Um, and by the way, I, I estimate it'll take us about five more months to get to a thousand picks. So hopefully by the end of the year, we'll know we'll, we'll have strong indication either way. But let's talk about why the project might work. Again, emphasis on might. Um, the big shift that we've made is from winning percentage to value, right? So we're trying to find value. And I just gave an example of that with the Atlanta Milwaukee game. Um, and we've also shifted models. So the, the first model was sort of a, um, a blunt instrument uh, that I, I was using that I developed myself based on the work um, of Professor Barry in his book, Wages of Wins, which I highly recommend. But especially with the minutes projections, it was incredibly, um, incredibly blunt, was not specific at all. 
So our new model takes into account much more information and has a much more precise estimation of minutes. Actually, one of the things that I'm learning with this is projecting minutes accurately is one of the keys. Um, okay, so let's talk about why this might work. I guess, well, let me give you the crazy number first. And then once I give you that crazy number, I'm going to give you a whole bunch of reasons why you should discount it. But let's, the, the crazy number does, does deserve its day in court. Okay, so again, I started making picks um, publicly uh, on February 6th. And if you had started on day one, up to now, into July, following my picks and then our picks, once my two partners came aboard, at our recommended betting amounts, your ROI from day one to now is 226%. 226.28% to be exact in six months. That's an incredible number. I'm going to knock it down in just a second, but that number is real. Um, and you can track it on, again on our Google sheet. So that's a number for optimism. Now, let me give you a whole bunch of caveats about that number. Uh, that was the majority of those picks and those recommend, the majority of the recommended betting amounts were way too high, 10 and 20%. Um, so I, I would never um, recommend going forward the same betting amounts that a lot of that ROI is based on, okay? So now what I'm going to do, I mean, I, I, so I could take that, those numbers and then give you a whole bunch of different ways of why the ROI is so good, right? But what I wanna do is kind of normalize the betting amounts. So, and again, you can do this yourself um, with any number that you like just by downloading the sheet. So now what I've done is I have um, changed all of the recommended betting amounts. Let's say from day one, from February 6th, I've changed it all to 1%. Okay, except there were two parlays in there that we recommended, I think 0.2%. I've just taken those two, those two parlays out. That's just a 0.4% betting amount. Okay, so now let's go over the numbers. If every bet from day one was 1% of your bankroll, okay? Because that's really what it should have been. And it's only through this process that I've learned about betting amounts and that they should be much, much lower than what I was initially recommending. Okay, so, and this will give us more of an indication of what the project might look like going forward. Again, that 228% or what, what 226% ROI, that's totally insane. Um, okay, so let's say February 6th till end of July, day one, every bet was 1%. There was no high insider insight, just here are the picks, 1% of your bankroll. Okay, ROI would be 27.1%, and you would have exposed no more than 13.13% of your bankroll. Okay, that's a great number, right? 27.1% ROI on 13% exposure. That's phenomenal. In six months, right? Almost 30% ROI in six months, and 
you're not exposing a significant amount of your bankroll. Okay, that's a positive. That's a that's a reason for optimism for sure. Okay, since we shifted to our new model, which we call Dev Model, which was about let's see, I think in early June we shifted to Dev Model. Okay, so let's say Dev Model only, which is the model we're currently using. Dev Model only, one percent bets only. Your ROI is five point seven percent. And again, maximum exposure of 13%. So that's a pretty good number. That's basically June, July, it's 5.7% ROI in two months. Um, so if your bankrolls $10,000, starting bankrolls $10,000, um, you know, ROI, that's $570 in two months. Is that right? Yeah, $570 in two months. That's pretty good. Um, and you only expose 13% of your role. Okay, now let's stick with everything at 1% bets, but let's say there's no hot start. So I'll start from day nine. So I went 19 and two, from day one to day eight, I went 19 and two. Sorry, I think I said it was six or seven days, it was eight days. So let's say there's no hot start, there's no 19 and two. So you recall with that 19 and two, if everything was a 1% bet, the overall ROI is 27.1%. Now let's take out that 19 and two. So without that hot start, 1% bets, uh, ROI is 9.4% from February till end of July. So 9.4% ROI in six months, again, with no more than 13% bankroll exposure, that's fantastic. You know, outside of um, whatever that, you know, an index fund that got 9.4% ROI in six months, you know, you couldn't sign people up fast enough. All right, let's normalize betting amounts to 1%. And let's say from March 12th, which is the first day of paid subscriptions, at 1%, it's now positive, ROI 7.6%. So with those 10 and 20% recommended betting amounts, that's the reason that... Um, the number went negative because at those kind of betting amounts, you can lose a bunch of money. But if from the first day of paid subscriptions, which was March 12th till the end of July, if the betting amount was 1%, your ROI is 7.6%. Um, now, March 12th uh, started with a win, and then there were four consecutive losses after March 12th. So let's start from March 13th. Let's start with four consecutive losses. 1% betting amount, your ROI from March 13th, starting with four consecutive losses till now is 6.6%. Okay, that's also a positive indicator. And if we take just the even odds bets, so those are spread bets and over under bets. Um, we've had 241 even odds bets and our winning percentage is 55% or one, we went 133 and 108. So 55% winning percentage, break even is 52.4%. So 55% winning percentage, long-term, make a lot of money at 55%. And the one other reason for optimism, in addition to these numbers, is that all of this was done, you know, the vast majority of this is NBA bets, although we found a lot of value in WNBA bets, which I'll get to in a second. 
but the vast majority of these bets were, were NBA bets, and it was done in probably the most chaotic season ever, um, or this, at least the second most chaotic if you count the previous season. But trying to estimate minutes, trying to estimate who was going to play that night, um, for about half these bets, I was in Namibia, and so I was making picks 12 or 14 hours ahead of time, um, before obviously before the starting lineups were announced. Um, so, like I said, if it was day one, 1% bets only, ROI is 27.1%. And that's done in the midst of an incredibly chaotic, tough to predict season. Okay, so those are the reasons for optimism. But I want to stress this. We're only at 276 picks. We need to get to 1,000 before I think we'll really know. Okay, let me talk about kind of my assumptions right now going forward. Um, although these can change, right? It's all about adapting and, and learning. Uh, I suspect that picks pre-All-Star break offer more value. It looks to us like after the All-Star break, Vegas has enough data that the lines become that much more sharp. But pre-All-Star break, everybody's trying to figure things out, and that seems to offer more value uh, for the sports handicapper and sports better. Going along with that, our early indications are the WNBA offers more value because people aren't paying so much close attention to w, the WNBA as they are to the NBA. So we think that WNBA picks, and that's certainly been the case, offer more value. And likely um, other leagues will be the same. So European leagues, Australian league, so on and so forth. Most sports books allow you to make bets on games in those leagues. And because our model is based on box score data, um, we can vacuum up, we can scrape all that data and use our model to make predictions for other leagues. So we suspect that other leagues potentially offer more value than the NBA as well. So the million dollar question, will this work? And as I said earlier, I don't know. We don't know. It's too early. We need to get to 1,000 picks. Um, I've showed you how the numbers can be concerning, and I've showed you how the numbers can be reassuring. Um, but the bottom line is we don't know. It, it's early. Um, I do feel pretty good about if everything's normalized to a 1% betting amount, and we just look at it using our new model, um, dev model, that ROIs almost 6% and exposure is 13%. Um, that's just over two months. So that's a good indication, but it's just an indication. It's no guarantee. Again, it's way too early. Okay, so that's the project recap. Again, I can't encourage you strongly enough to download the sheet yourself and sort it, filter it, change the betting amounts, etc. And of course, the type of bet is listed, the league, so you can just look at NBA bets or WNBA bets or spread bets, money line bets, however you want to sort it, you can sort it however you like. So I think that that is a powerful and helpful tool as you 
look at this project and that's updated every day or the following day that we offer picks. I think that's it. Any questions, uh, concerns, thoughts, suggestions, please leave them in the comments or you can email me directly at benbobets at gmail.com, benbobets at gmail.com. Okay, thanks for listening. Have a great day.